Welcome to Hawkscast, where each episode I pick a research paper's significance in the field of evolutionary developmental biology. We will discuss its findings by breaking down key terms and producing background information to make it more digestible for everyone. My goal today is to make cloudy scientific topics that may seem impossible to understand crystal clear. Thank you for listening, and I'm glad you decided to join me. Let's get started. In today's episode, we'll be learning about the conservation of homeotic genes throughout the animal kingdom. The title of today's paper is A Homologous Protein Coding Sequence in Drosophila Homeotic Genes and Its Conservation in Other Metazoans. It was written by William McGinnis and Richard L. Garber et al. This paper was published in Cell's 37th volume in June of 1984. It comes to us from the Department of Cell Biology at the University of Basel in Switzerland. This paper compares the genetic similarities between multicellular life. Sequences of several different animals, including flies, beetles, earthworms, chickens, mice, and even humans, are compared to shape ideas about how closely related these species are and the function of these genes. Their findings revolutionized the way scientists think about the similarities between different branches of life, as well as the amazing power of the genome. I'm going to briefly read the abstract, or summary. When you first hear it, it will sound intimidating, just like it did for me. But with a little bit of time, you'll come to understand it. The abstract, as published by the authors, is as follows. The homeotic genes of the Bithorax complex and the Antennapedia complex of Drosophila melanogaster appear to specify the developmental fate of segments or parts of segments throughout the fly. We have previously reported weak DNA sequence homology between three prime portions of Antennapedia and Fushitatsu genes of the Antennapedia complex, and the ultra-bithorax gene of the bithorax complex. Here we show that this DNA homology is due to a conserved protein coding sequence, present in these three pattern-forming genes. Thus, the functional homology between these developmental controlling genes is reflected in the structural homology in their gene products. This homeobox sequence is also present in a few copies in the genomes of some other invertebrates, and is even conserved in vertebrate genomes, including the human genome. Apparently, at least a part of these developmental switch genes from Drosophila melagaster are highly conserved during evolution and might perform an analogous function in many metazoans. A lot of that might not make sense when you first hear it, so let's break it down and use some of the introduction to give us supporting knowledge, starting with the first sentence. Quote, The homeotic genes of Bithorax complex and the Antennapedia complex of Drosophila melagaster, or the common housefly, appear to specify the developmental fate of segments or parts of segments in the fly. First, let me say that Drosophila melanogaster is the common housefly, and will be referred to as the fly or common housefly from now on. This part of the abstract is referencing previous research from Nusselin Volhard. She showed that the common fly has two sets of genes referred to as homeotic genes. These genes were shown to control what body parts develop and where they develop in the fly. For example, the wings are on a part of the body known as the second thoracic segment. Wings can appear elsewhere if that area has the same combination of Hox genes as the previously mentioned second thoracic segment. There are many homeotic genes, but let's say that expression of A, B, and C in one region creates wings, if another area expresses B, C, D. If D expression is stopped and A is started, then wings will start to develop, as will have that A, B, and C expression. Establishing that different developmental expression patterns of homeotic genes result in different body structures. As McGinnis put it, quote, Homeotic mutants are the replacement of one body structure with another, 
which is normally located elsewhere, end quote. Let's keep reading. The abstract goes on to say, quote, We have previously reported weak DNA sequence homology, or similarity, between portions of antennapedia and Fushitatsu genes of the antennapedia complex and the ultrabithorax gene of the bithorax complex. There are two sets or complexes of homeotic gene, one referred to as antennapedia complex and the other the bithorax complex. They contain homeotic genes known as antennapedia and Fushitatsu in the antennapedia complex and ultrabithorax in the bithorax complex. Previous work has shown that these three genes seem to be similar in sequence. It continues, quote, Here we show that this DNA homology is due to a conserved protein coding sequence, end quote. That conserved coding region is called a homeobox. These sequences are conserved because they have matching nucleotides and will code for the same protein. These proteins have similar functions, but we'll come back to this function and the homeobox a little bit later. The abstract goes on to say that homeobox sequences are found in other invertebrates and vertebrates, stating that these highly conserved regions, quote, might perform an analogous or similar function in many metazoans, end quote. Hopefully you understand the abstract a little bit better. To summarize, we know several genes that control the features on a fly. They have similarity between them, and we see the similarity outside of the fly and, or and other organisms, even humans. This is likely because the genes serve the same purpose. Let's move to the results. This study looked at the genes Antennapedia and Fushitatsu. Homeobox sequences in these two genes are strikingly similar. Specifically, they looked at a 180 base pair region. Within this region, Antennapedia is 77% similar to Fushitatsu, or has 138 out of 80 nucleotides matching. Antennapedia is 79% similar to the previously mentioned ultrabithorax. And Fushitatsu and ultrabithorax are 75% similar. At first, those values might not sound too high, but this just highlights some of the beauty of the genetic code. When a gene is turned into a protein, three nucleotides at a time are, quote, red, and a corresponding amino acid is attached to them. This is called a codon. But this process has degeneracy, meaning that several inputs can cause the same output. Most amino acids can be specified with two or more codon sequences. Because there are 20 amino acid and 64 different combinations of nucleotides, overlap has to occur meaning that it's possible for the proteins to be more closely resemble each other than the gene, because the same amino acid can be placed from different nucleotide combinations. The paper goes on to say that, quote, Antennapedia and Fushitatsu differ at 42 nucleotides, but only 25 of the differences result in the same amino acid, meaning that 17 nucleotide changes are responsible for only 10 different amino acids, end quote. This brings the similarity up to 83% when looking at the differences in amino acids. The same results can be seen between other genes. There are 12 amino acids different between antennapedia and ultrabithorax, as well as 27 different between ultrabithorax and fushitatsu. Imagine we have all three genes lined up and that we're looking at only their amino acid sequences. Between the three, there is a region of 17 amino acids in a row that matches perfectly. The next 20 amino acids match at 12 positions. At 7 positions, where all 3 amino acids don't agree, 2 of them do agree. The following 20 amino acids match at 15 positions. I say this to show how highly conserved the 74 amino acid sequence is. This sequence is referred to as the homeobox. 
At three places within the fly genome, we see tightly packed regions of similar amino acids. This is the first point this paper is trying to make. Within the sequences of Fushitatsu, Ultrabithorax, and Tanipedia, there is a region of amino acids that are extremely similar. When this paper was written, gene sequencing was in its infancy, and this was to be considered a major accomplishment, not to mention that three genes that had similar functions showed similar forms, or similar proteins. Time and time again, we see in nature that form is directly responsible for and regulates function. Given the conservation of this region within the fly, McGinnis and his team thought other animals might have this gene too. They did this by using a technique known as southern blot analysis. In this process, DNA is cut up with enzymes and run through an agarose gel where the pieces will separate by size, as determined by the cuts. DNA molecules made to match the sequence of interest were labeled of isotopes that can be seen on x-ray film. Using this technique, manufactured DNA molecules can be seen distinctly as black lines down the gel while binded to their matching sequences in the initially cut up DNA. In the case of this experiment, McGinnis made DNA labeled with isotopes that matched and would attach to the homeobox known in flies. Homeobox sequences in a tanipedia and algebrothorax gene were used to probe other organisms' DNA to see if matching sequences were present. The common housefly showed five homeotic genes, three having been previously discussed, and two were new. In beetles, specifically Tribolium molitor, there were three homeodomains, or three matching sequences. It's also interesting to mention that this experiment was done with E. coli and nematodes, both of which had no homeodomains. But as for vertebrates, chickens had nine DNA sites that closely matched the fly homeodomain, while mice and humans each had six such sequences. And those are the results. As simple as it might seem, they're just lines on a piece of film indicating how many of these genes each organism had. But the implication is incredible. I really like the simplicity with which it reveals amazing details about animal evolutionary history. Let's first discuss what the homology between the three genes might mean. When discussing the homeobox, McGinnis says, quote, It's striking cons conservation in the three pattern-forming genes argues that it serves a common or very similar function in each gene product. It also implies that the three genes are derived from a common ancestral gene, end quote. By this, he means that there was once one gene with a homeodomain that was copied within the genome until there were three homeodomains. We know that these genes share the same function, determining body parts. Given that they are very similar in protein sequence, it makes sense that they came from one original gene. This study confirms their similarities and leads us to believe that they share a common ancestry. Now on to the homeodomain appearing in other animals. At the point of this writing, it was unknown if, if these genes played similar roles in animals other than flies. I'll give you a hint, they sure as hell do. In all of these animals, homeotic genes play the same role of specifying structures. These sequences are shared between arthropods, insects, spiders, crustaceans, millipedes, and even chordates, animals with a notochord, like fish, reptiles, birds, and mammals. Genetic, fossil, embryonic, and even molecular studies have shown that all animals and all life comes from a single common ancestor. This view is now taken for granted. But this paper shows powerful support for this idea at the genetic level in just four pages. This key genetic information shows that a vast group of animals uses the same genetic mechanisms. Right now, 
You, a fly, a worm, and most other animal species on Earth use these same gene regions to regulate their growth and development. That statement alone is insane and was revolutionary at the time of publication. Just take a moment to think about this. Organisms whose lineages diverge over 600 million years ago have the same sequences in their genome, and these genes serve the same function. All animals on the planet share more homology than we realize. We're really not that different from flies or worms or anything else that scatters across the forest floor, flies through the trees, or swims through the depths of the ocean. As I have no sponsor, here is a, ge a generic ad that can be filled in later. Oh, are you looking for blank in your life? Well, blank can help you. Sign up for blank right now and get blanked. Thank you for our sponsor, blank. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Hawkscast. This 1984 paper by McGinnis revealed the insane homology found throughout the animal kingdom. Next time you see a fly, you'll think, we aren't so different, you and I. Well, until next time.